Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. We're back answering more of your listener questions, but first, I'll relay some of the highlights from my trip to Greece to Annie, whom I'm sure will love it. Plus, we'll tell you the latest dirt on Britney Spears' family drama, Caitlyn Jenner's new gig, and Trump meeting a TikToker. All this and more coming up. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. Annie, wait, are, are, should, I, should I call you the Energizer Bunny today? Um, well, this is going to be part of like my peaks and oh. valleys. So should we just Energi- get into Energizer, it? I, I should say Energizer Annie. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. What is your um, peak in Valley? So my peak is we're, we're starting off this. right off the bat, right on a bat, right off the bat. We right. are. It'll just be easier. Cause I can also see us like kind of spiraling and all yes, of this. For sure. Um, so yesterday, this is my peak. Oh yeah, sure. Yesterday is, it's kind of a combined peak and Valley. Cause there's like, some weird shit. Man. <laughs> so yesterday I got up and worked out and was feeling like great. And as soon as I, I had to wash my hair yesterday, which I know you can't tell if you are watching a clip of this or something, wash my hair and I got out of the shower and I was like, that was all I had to give. <laughs> like I have nothing left. And so after I worked out. I have out, nothing left. I have nothing left. I, Bryce, I was horizontal for the rest of the day until I went to bed. Really? Like, I think I That's maybe. That's so unlike you. Maybe took 1,500 steps total yesterday. Well, I feel like you needed that. You have just been on, like, I mean, seriously, you have been, for the past several months, have been just like, go, yeah. go, 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 go. Like, more so than, like any normal person like well 100% and then i'm growing a human on top of it you're growing a human it's also like a pandemic still i mean yeah. it's like you <laughs> it's absurd and i even said to t yesterday at one point i was like oh i should maybe like do some laundry cuz normally as i've talked about on this podcast i drop laundry off at the laundromat they do it they fold it i just come home and put it away sorry i didn't mean to hit my microphone if that made a sound i didn't actually um and he said to me, he's like, no, laundry is a Sunday activity. So oh. I was like, okay, cool. Like I can get down with Which that. Which totally fair too. I mean, that's yeah. a true statement. Yeah. So I lounged so hard all day yesterday. I finished the third season of the show I've been watching. So anyway, yesterday, that was like my whole day yesterday. I really did that for you. Thank you. Today... <laughs> You're the Energizer Bunny. You're Energizer Annie is what I'm like. Literally. I woke up and I had done five loads of laundry before 11 a.m. I had built a shelf. <laughs> oh, my God. I was dying. <laughs> you sent me all the things that you did today. And it was like five loads of laundry, full breakfast, built a shelf. I'm like, I made, a, I made breakfast. I made scrambled eggs, turkey bacon, and hash browns for T and I. Did the five loads of laundry, built a shelf. Cleaned my entire apartment. How big is this shelf? It's like one of those big, like wire, like industrial. It wasn't like it wasn't like a shoe rack. It was like an actual. Oh no, no, no! It was like an actual. I, it didn't require tools or anything. It was from Target. Um, oh, impressed. I did. Thank you. I did that, and then there was one other thing. Oh no! But what was funny is I was kind of on like. Remember how I've talked about on this podcast too about how I can like deal with clutter. And then one day I just wake up and I'm like, I'm claustrophobic in my space. Like, mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs> that was me today. <laughs> T looked at me and he goes, um, he said, damn, you really woke up today and chose violence. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's right. I need to like maybe settle down. So oh, I what cleaning. a way with words he has. I know. I finished cleaning and then I did lay down for a little bit. So well, the Energizer good. Bunny and I'm going to get like a short ride in here in a little bit. Um, well, Annie, um, I'm not in Greece anymore. 
Is that your valley? That's absolutely my valley. Honestly, only- you not being in Greece is my peak. <laughs> <laughs> Annie was not, you guys, Annie was not a fan of Greek price. Um, no. I am I am now back in I am now back stateside. Uh but I will well, and say, you're back in the place that you actually live. Live, right. And you know what? Again, it's like I love going back to Omaha, I love going back to Nebraska, but you know, it is not the same. It's just like you don't I mean, I just I'm not I'm not productive there. Like it's just a, not a productive place. Duh. And I mean, no shade. It's just like there's, you know, people, you know, it's just like there's always seemingly things well, no, no, no. See. It, it has nothing to do with nebraska no or omaha or the people or anything it's everything to do with the fact that you're when you're not in your space or routine or routine your brain goes into vacation mode yes 100 and that's what's so, happening yeah that's what happened but i will say i just have a few stories about greece that i think you'll appreciate i tried to save this because you know hashtag content to tell you on the podcast but oh we did go we did go to dinner this week and i i did share some of these with you um unfortunately you can't you're you i mean you were pretty mortified at most of them anyway um but just <laughs> I'll probably f- be re-mortified I'm yeah sure. you will be well okay so um, for those of you who don't know, I mean, I talked about going to, I did an impromptu trip to Greece. I went for a wedding. Um, and it was, we went to this, the first Island I went to is called Carpathos. It is a smaller, it, I keep saying it's a small island. It's not a small island. It's actually the second largest Greek Island, but it is, there's only about 6,000 people that live on the Island year round. And then they have people that tourists and stuff, but, um, it was like, maybe not looks wise necessarily, but it was as if I was in the film Mamma Mia, actually. Remember I told you I was going to try and watch Mamma Mia on the plane, yeah. but I couldn't because it wasn't available. I don't know where it was. It was unavailable. I don't know if Meryl Streep maybe has like a monopoly on the movie or something, but I wasn't able to stream it, which was very unfortunate. However, um, when we get that, when I get there, you know, everyone, everyone knows that we're, they're like, Oh, you're here for the wedding. That's what I mean by Mamma Mia. Like everyone knew, what wedding we were going to, where, why people were here, why Americans were, not that, you know, they don't come, but it's, I think it's been hard on the island for COVID or from COVID. So they're excited with people, but we stayed at like a five, I mean, like five-star resort hotel, like on the beach, infinity pool, all that, whatever. It was amazing. Um, I will say though, which I, which I have not shared with you is that what I was similar. First of all, the group that we, that went was, like bar none, awesome, so great. I cannot tell you how hard I broed out, Annie. Like oh broed out, like more. I mean, I th- you know, like here, I have a like I have a ton of friends that are girls. I feel like I hang out with girls a lot. I mean, I hang out with guys too, but it's like I, I but, yeah, ninety percent of your friends are girls. Well, no, not nine. That's 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 excessive. That's a little ninety percent of the people you hang out with on a consistent basis are female. No, in LA, yes, I know. I have a lot of. I feel like there's a lot of friends that are girls. There are also a lot of Nebraskans. Um, but I digress. This was like <laughs> also, all the guys. I wasn't throwing shade at you. I know, and, and like, why, like and, no, no, no. And also, I don't know why I took it. I was. I didn't mean to take you it. Like I love. I love hanging out with girls. Like I love hanging out with women. I love having friends that are women. Um, I like, I like being friends with everybody, but what I'm saying is that this, <laughs> okay, Mr. Politician, <laughs> I know, thank you. I am friends with everyone. I like friends. I don't differentiate. From, <laughs> I, don't I don't discriminate again. I don't, I don't, I don't see gender. I don't see gender. No, I don't see gender as a, as a white male. Yeah. Um, as a white cis male, I don't see any gender. I don't, I don't see any gender. See I see no gender. I see no problem here. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I'm just saying that all the guy, all the guys that were there were like, I, you know, it was, it was such a blast. And we just like totally broed out. Everybody got along really well. And I was like, man, God, it feels like, I just like feel like such a bro, you know, like we are just drinking you too much. That. Like, I did. I think I did. And it was like, I was kind of surprised that I was like, I obviously like, I mean, on this trip, not obviously, but I gravitated, you know, like hang out with all the guys as opposed to like hang out with all the girls. Yeah. Um, and so I was kind of surprised at myself a little bit. No, I'm I just- think you, I think you needed it, but I think it's a good thing that you were there for a short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. So, yeah. we, so anyway, so that was, that was the first leg. I feel like I took like four different vacations, four separate vacations actually. So there was that, which was, you know, it was a very authentic cultural experience that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily get. So I'm so, even if the trip had ended there, I would have been like, this was worth it. Right. So then I went to Santorini with another group of people from the wedding. So everybody just, it just sort of like got smaller as I, as I, as I moved on, like it was still the same group of people, but it was like getting smaller. So the group of people went to Santorini, which is like the very much for those of you who don't know, that is like the quintessential Greece. Like that's where yeah. you're, you know, you know, I was sending you pictures from it. Like it was very like the white buildings and the, with the blue awnings or like the mm -hmm. blue sort of accents and everything. And just the buildings really close together. That was very much like what I think of Greece. I think of, I thought of that, Santorini. Right. Um, and then I did tell you, so I there's this hike that you can take, and I'll really paraphrase, go quickly with this story, but there's a hike you can take from like one town, it's called Fira Stefani, it's spelled like Steph's name, Stefani, like Gwen Stefani. Oh, yeah. But uh, Fira Stefani, I was gonna ask her if she's Greek. Uh, <laughs> she's not, uh, I already I know. know. It, there's like an Italian, there's like a very big Italian influence in Greece anyway. Yeah. Um, because the Romans are assholes and try to take over and try to make all of Greece Catholic. So okay. they're Once really again, this podcast is not a history lesson. I know, I know, but seriously, I was listening to so much history. It was God, I was like feeling like a seventh grader again. Um, which is anyway. Um, which is probably why you broke out so hard. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um no, but so you can take this two hour hike and everybody was like, don't like try to go really early. Don't take it. It's, it's, you go from one town to a, another and there's a strip of it though, that is like just on a, you're like on a cliff and it's, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not unsafe, but it's just, you know, it, like it's just pretty desolate and there's not that many people there, but it's basically like a straight walk. It's, it's very little incline. Anyway, I'm getting off topic as usual, but <laughs> We, I'm so like trying I, to hang on. I know. So I'm so I'm doing this and I, I'm thinking, you know, everyone's like, don't go in the middle of the day. It's going to be way too hot. You know, I decided to go on the day that I was like, we had partied the hardest the night before and I was on like vacation adrenaline. And so I was like, I got to go do this hike. Like, and, I, and then I was thinking to myself, like, I live in LA. I do two hour hikes all the time. Like these people who are saying, don't go in the middle of the day, don't know this. I am obviously extremely athletic, um, just like really gassing myself up again, the vacation adrenaline. So yeah. then I'm getting like, in the meanwhile, you're like peak dehydration. I'm I'm like inside. I'm like this. I'm like a tiny little cubic centimeter long, like big <laughs> thing. Like I'm just like really not where it's. So I'm so anyway, I go on this hike and then I kept thinking to myself, I'll just go 20 more minutes, just 20 more minutes. I just kept saying that. And I was finally I'm. You know, I had, and there were, there were little stops along the way, so you can get water. And so I, you know, I, I could, I could gas up or fill up, you know, fill up the tank. You could just and, hear, you could just hear Benny Fresh in the back of your mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just don't like, be a bitch, Bryce. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> just go. Like, what are you talking about? So there is a, there is a part of it though. And it, it was really hot. And most of the time there's like a breeze, but there was a part of it that was very tough. Like there was a part where you're kind of like blocked by a wall. It's like you're, the sun is blaring down. It was like noon. I mean, it was the worst time. Um, and I felt, I did feel like a little passy outy and I was like, okay, yeah. what is happening here? So anyway, so then I finally get to this other town. Passy outy. <laughs> I, I get to this other town. It's called Ia. Um, and I just get there. And I mean, first of all, it's like insanely beautiful, but I just start to weep. Like I just start crying, like legitimately crying, not just one tear. People were like, Oh, is it just like a single tear? Of course I told everybody about this, but I'm like, no, it was a <laughs> full blown cry. Like it was like, it was a very, it was just, I was overwhelmed. And you know, I was going to, I feel like you, you could, you can relate to this too, because why, because but, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Well that, but also a lot of people, this is what I was hearing. I've heard a lot about this from, from friends, mostly my, friends that are girls that are like, they do these Peloton classes. Like I have a friend, Mallory, she does this, Pel these, she does, she takes Peloton classes because she wants to cry. Like she wants to work out as hard as she can. And then she wants to cry from like the emotion of the, cause she's like, it's just a full release. And I always mm -hmm. am like, what is wrong? Like, why do you want to cry? That's like the worst thing. Like I wouldn't, I don't want to do that at all, but doing this. So first of all, it was a lot of different things. Obviously it was very highly fueled by the alcohol that I had been consumed. Yeah, the night before. You, were, you were in a vulnerable place. Super emotional there. Also, it was insanely beautiful. The hike was so hard. And I also think that it was just validation. It was an impromptu trip. I felt like I was, I, I, I got there and I was just like, 
okay, this is, this was totally worth it. Like yeah. it just, it like all came over me. And I'm not, I, I gotta say like, that's, I get it now. I get why people like work out to it's cry. It's such a like, release. It's like, and I just, I felt, I was like euphoric after it. I just, yeah. it was like a feeling I was, I, I mean, it, I'll be, I'll be chasing that high forever now. Well, the thing is, now that you've experienced it, it's going to come to you a lot easier. Oh, God. I don't know. Because I just had that happen actually this week. See, I, I knew getting... you I knew you would be on board with Well, this. I posted on my Instagram actually that like a good cry on the bike does the body good. Yeah. I was getting ready to ride my bike. And I don't know if anyone has watched the show The Shop on HBO. Yeah. I oh, God. Brian... Oh, God, Annie. You're going to no, know. So I think. Okay. There is an episode, I think it's episode one of season three, and Chadwick Bozeman is on it. Have you seen this, Bryce? No, I'm I'm not I don't want to watch it after you told me what you're about to say. Oh, okay. They started talking about Kobe. Like it's basically the premise of the show is like all of these famous people from all different like types Chelsea of Hamlet celebrity. Was on it. Yeah, was on she was it. just on it recently. Um, but all the different type like types of celebrity come and they sit in a barbershop and they get their haircuts and they like sit around and talk about a bunch of stuff. And on this particular episode, it was one of the last things, if not the last thing that Chadwick Boseman um, filmed before he passed away, which if I have not talked about this on that, uh, on the podcast, like that celebrity death really hit me hard. Yeah. And I think it's just because I think we did no talk one about it. knew how sick he was. And he worked so hard, like through literally the end of his life. So anyway, he's, he's on there. Um, Trey Young was on there, who's a basketball player. I can't even remember who the other people. Oh, Tiffany Haddish was on it, who's a LA local, like she was born and raised here. So I think they started talking about Kobe and Kobe's passing, and which I still can barely already talk lost about. it. You already lost it at that. Like, I mean, as soon as they started talking about him, I was like, Oh, this will be so interesting to hear from people that like knew him really well. And like the impact that that had immediately, I started to cry <laughs> immediately. And then Chadwick Boseman starts talking about Kobe and no. said that the first time they had met or they had like been in each other's presence four times. The first was the year that Kobe, or the first time was when Kobe won the Oscar. Oh, and okay. they both, they met, at, I don't know, I think it was like the pre-party or the after party they met. And they both basically like said how big of fans they were of each other. And they talked about wanting to work together oh, and do a God. project together. And I'm literally, Bryce, T was watching it and I was getting my shoes on and clipping onto the bike. And I sat on the bike and the show, I mean, my bike is 10 feet from my, my whole apartment's 10 feet, but like, that's how far my TV is from my bike. And I'm watching it. I'm clipped in and I, it was almost alarming how many tears fell from my eyes. Like my face crazy? and shirt was like drenched. <laughs> and so T had to leave. They finished the show. Did he have to leave because he was uncomfortable with you crying? Well, so no, he actually <laughs> had something to, that he had to go do. But uh, he was like, are you going to be okay? And I was like, yeah, I just need like a good cry. So then I started my ride yeah. and I just like let myself cry. And as soon as my ride was done, I was like, I feel incredible. <laughs> oh, I know. And it's it like just, a superpower. Like, it like drains you and then you're good. It's, it's the oh. weirdest thing, but it's. I highly recommend also another really good place for a good cry is the shower. Oh yeah. Well, you love a good cry in the shower. That's I that's love a good cry in the shower. That I think your... that you secretly love a good bath cry. You just I love a good bath cry, but it's mostly sad. It's not like a good yeah. cry. It's like it's See, like I just, I'm I... in the tub and I'm unemployed and <laughs> that kind of thing. Yours is a, like I feel sorry for myself cry. <laughs> Mine almost never has to do with being sad. No, I know. That's, what, yeah. that's good. That's a great thing. It almost always stems from being like overwhelmed and just needing like an emotional release. Because yeah. I typically don't release emotions. Right. You bottle well. it up. Well, I mean, I would yeah. say bottle it up, but I would say. No, I do you, until I have to let it go. And then it just comes out in the form of tears. <laughs> hey, that's that that's that's healthy. That's very yeah. healthy. It's got to come out somehow. So yeah. some, some way, somehow. The last thing that I will really that I will say about my grease trip is something that I know you're going to hate. 
um, because I already told you it. But when (sighs) so then I went to Mykonos after Santorini and I rented an ATV and I became one with the road. I was I'm already one with the water, um, but now I feel as if I'm like one with with the land, and I think that that was a really important important thing for me to discover. Now I want to be like the road war. Now I want to like write a book about Easy Rider. I want to like watch Easy Rider again, the movie. (laughs) I there are so many things I could say. (laughs) Just let me have this. No, but that's what I was going to say. I'm going to let you have that. Here's what I will say about your trip to Greece. Um, we, you have developed a new MO, which is you extend every trip you take. <laughs> okay. You never, so true. ever stick to your original never, return flight. Never. What is never. wrong with me? So also, that- if I, I told you this, if I ever get married, I am not marrying an American woman. <laughs> I did discover well, that. We'll have in to Greece. see if a European one will choose you. <laughs> hey, I think it'll be easier. What if they want to come to America? What if they want to become an American citizen? That's they not why. A du- a that's dual reason. not why you should want someone. To a marry dual you. <laughs> reason, though. I mean, sometimes you need some. I mean, what do I have to offer? Sometimes I need. I need a big in- enticement. But attack. by fifty, but by fifty-two, you'll have a lot of money to offer. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We're still sticking with fifty-two. That's right. Yeah. Before we get to uh, the more uh, listener submissions, uh, I want to quickly play a little round of Annie's approval. The segment in which we get Annie's unedited opinions on the headlines at large. Annie, are okay. you ready for this? Okay. So I the am. first, the first one is Jamie Lynn Spears writes about peace after Britney slams family. According to page six, Britney Spears' younger sister, Jamie Lynn, posted a vague message about peace along with some sexy mirror selfies just hours after Britney posted a searing social media message aimed at Jamie Lynn, their father, and the pop star's critics. Jamie Lynn said, may the peace of the Lord be with you and your spirit, while telling, while tellingly turning off the comments. So she posted that, turn off the comments. <laughs> This yeah. following this follows after Britney shared a lengthy profanity-riddled Instagram post amid her fight to end the longtime conservatorship that has ruled practically every aspect of her life over the last decade. Addressing a lack of power over her own uh, performances, Britney wrote, for those of you who choose to criticize my dancing videos on social media, look, I'm not going to be performing any stages at, on any stages anytime soon with my dad handling what I wear, say, do, or think, exclamation points, several of them. I've done that for the past 13 years. So, Annie, I want to ask you, do you approve of Jamie Lynn speaking out on this? No. I I don't know who her PR team is, but they should be fired immediately. <laughs> what if she went rogue, though? This seems like a rogue post. Oh, my God. Then somebody get her media training, like, immediately. I mean, I don't know what she had, but that's what, this is what makes me think. I mean, I haven't dove, dive, delved into this, Um, but she, what does she have to do with this? Do you know? I mean, like. Well, from the sounds, I mean, she was appointed to kind of be financially in charge for Britney's kids, I believe, at some point. Um, She was getting like a Maserati for herself at the same time. Well, I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly. I don't know if that was the case. Yeah, allegedly. Um, Brittany and all of her court statements was very specific when it was towards her dad. And she was also very specific when she said my family. Yes. So I don't think that the mom or Jamie Lynn are innocent in either of like in anything going on. I also don't know if Brittany is actually has control of her social media at this point. So some people are saying that allegedly they're just making it look like she has control and someone else is actually writing those things. Um, There's a lot of shit with this whole case. At the end of the day, I feel really sorry for her. She's obviously like, even if she has some mental health stuff going on, She's obviously should be allowed to make some of her own decisions. Um, She should be allowed to decide whether or not she performs and things like that. Um, I think personally, uh, this is my own opinion. So please don't sue us. 
This is not based in fact whatsoever. I think Jamie Lynn is just a shysty in the whole thing as, the, as her dad. And that's my opinion. So no, I don't, I don't think that she, sh I think she should keep her mouth shut until everything's done. Yeah. It does make you wonder that if she doesn't, if like, if she's saying this stuff, couldn't that be used against her in court, whatever it is. I mean, she could, they, this could be misconstrued and they, it's right. very dicey for her to say something when, when we don't really know, but I feel like now, you know, it's like everything is just thrown out the window, like with like court and every, like, I mean, yes, you could like social media has made it a lot easier to keep people accountable in court. Mm -hmm. However, I mean, people do stuff like this where you're like, wait, how is it? How are you like, how are you not nervous about the ramifications of what you're posting and what you're putting I out just, there? And everything? I really think they're at the point where they're like, we are above the law. Yes. In this situation. That's what I was getting at. It's yeah. like, that's what it, that's what it sounds like and feels like that. They just feel as though this mm -hmm. is, this is, you know, they were, they're okay because they're this famous family and that mm -hmm. she's, she's famous. And, you know, everyone is well, taught. And they've like, gotten away with keeping her prisoner for the last 13 years. So I know that you're also a little bit of a conspiracy theorist as, as, a, as am I, mm -hmm. do you think there's any inkling or possibility allegedly that this could be that she, that Brittany could be fueling this for PR? Or do you think that this is totally genuine, that everything that she's saying and doing, I just, I just question it slightly only because it went from like zero to a hundred where she was like being really coy and not being able to say anything and not doing anything. And then really nothing changed. And then that documentary, that New York times documentary came out about her and all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, I guess it just it still took a few weeks, but then she started to get a lot more vocal. And now well, that's why they're saying that she's not running her social media. Mm, got it. Yeah. And if that's the case, like if she's not running it and they're making it appear that she is, then yeah, I think it's for PR, but they, she was just able to appoint her own lawyer. Her own lawyer may have been able to find a loophole and something. You know what I mean? Like, I mm -hmm. do think like, this is obviously like a developing case. I right. just feel like going back to the headline and right. I just think like for her family's sake, if especially her sister, if she's not saying something directly in support of Brittany, don't say anything. Yeah, for sure. Good call. Good call. Okay. Thanks, moving yeah. on. <clears throat> All right. Caitlyn Jenner reportedly paused her governor campaign to film celebrity big brother in Australia. California's special election to recall current Governor Gavin Newsom is just two months away, but according to the New York Post, Caitlyn Jenner apparently has no qualms with putting her gubernatorial, my favorite word, campaign on pause in order to shoot another season of, re of reality television. The former Olympian recently landed in Australia, where she will now have to quarantine for two weeks before filming the the new season of Celebrity Big Brother. While the show has yet to confirm Jenner's casting on the program, according to the outlet, she is expected to be paid roughly... $372,000 for the appearance. Did I say that right? 372,000. Yeah. Okay. Probably. For her part, Caitlin insisted that the, her California gubernatorial bid is in full operation after jetting off to Australia two months before the state's recall election to film the reality show. My campaign team is in full. Uh, is it my campaign team is in full operation as am I? Jenner said in a tweet Friday afternoon. I am in the race to win California because it's worth fighting for. Annie, do you approve of Caitlyn Jenner leaving the country? <laughs> I mean, no one was going to vote for her anyway. So, <laughs> but then why? Like, why double down? You know, like why is she like? Oh, well, I guess to save face. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I, that's yeah. That, I <laughs> Good for her. Make your money. Make your At money. At least she won't be the next. But seven. get out of the race. Like, get yeah, out. Like, like just, just get out. I mean, I think, yeah, this is crazy. So stupid. Okay. That, I, that was a good, that was, that was a nice button. Um, say, okay. Last one. TikTok star Addison Ray recently <laughs> greeted former president Donald Trump at a UFC fight. Various celebrities gathered together at the July 11th UFC 264 event in Las Vegas. The mix of spectators featured TikTok creators like Ray, movie stars including Mel Gibson, and former politicians like Trump.
However, the real drama occurred ringside when Ray decided to tap the ex-president on the shoulder and politely introduce herself while he sat among his entourage. According to the New York Post, the video showed the content creator who was at the event for a short-lived side gig doing red carpet interviews approached the former commander-in-chief and uttered, Hi, I'm Addison. Nice to meet you. Another video saw the influencer saying, I just had to say hi and that it was so nice to meet him. Annie, do you approve of her saying hi to, I have two, do double parts. Do you okay. approve of her saying hi to Trump, one, and, or do you approve of her getting quote unquote canceled for said hello? Oh no. <laughs> um. I get, we can talk this out so you don't feel like you're just on the, uh, in the spotlight. Cause this is no, a little that's bit okay. of a No, 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 I don't, I mean, do I think she should be canceled for it? No, we live in, at the no. end of the day, we live in America. Everyone's entitled to their own political opinion. That's what a democracy is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's also so young. She's that, 20. Like, she's 20. That's what I mean. Like she's so, she probably knows him. She's like, oh my God, it's a president. You know, yeah. like even, and if that is what her political, how she aligns it's probably because that's how her parents align because yeah. that's how it works until you know what the hell is going on. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I mean, God knows we would not, I would never say, a, I would like, well, I'm not going to say what I would do, but I would not yeah. certainly not say hello to Trump, Well, exactly. Ever. And like, just but, like you are entitled to that. She's entitled right. to that. Well, so it's like, but if that's what she wants to do and that's like what you said, it's like, if that's exactly, you know, if, if she felt the, if she felt compelled to do that, whether it, it's, it's just to say I've met a president. I mean, I don't, you don't know what it is. Like right. I mean, he and, was the president. And frankly, it's no one's business, you know? And I just, I don't think that anyone should be canceled for that. Um, do I approve of her going up to him? <sighs> I can think of a lot of things I would rather do. <laughs> um, like get your eyes pierced? <laughs> literally, or burnt out with acid. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, that's, again, she's young and she's allowed to do whatever she wants to do. Oh, that's what I was going to say. As, as a pretty super lib. I will, I would say that I don't think that I, I agree with you. I don't think she should get canceled for this. This is no. not something to get canceled over. Like as much as it pains me to say that, um, because any association with it, him is awful, but in my opinion, but I do think that everyone is entitled and they should, that she should be like, I mean, this is not something to cancel someone over. That is quite literally her right being in this country. Yes, for sure. For sure. So cool. All right, guys. Well, now let's get ready to answer some more of your listener questions. Get ready. Enjoy. This episode of the Nobody's Podcast is brought to you by EmilyRoggenberg.com. Ew, why are you talking like that? I, it, this is my serious voice. This is a serious plug for emilyrockenberg.com. And in turn, I'm using my serious voice. That's your serious voice? Yes. Okay, nobody, first of all, nobody takes you seriously. Second of all, yeah. listeners, if you guys want a place to find amazing chic apparel and one-of-a-kind custom designs, go straight over to emilyrockenberg.com. Annie, I love her city-based clothing. She's got t-shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies with all of your favorite cities on them for you to wear with pride. She's got Cleveland, New York, Los Angeles, which is where I live. Except you go home to Nebraska for four months at a time. Okay, but that's the beauty of Emily Roggenberg's designs. You can wear all this stuff no matter what city you're in. No, I get it. And personally, I love the empowerment apparel because it aligns and promotes values that I feel very strongly about and have talked a lot about on this podcast. Women empowerment, equality, kindness, and mental health. And all of the pieces are done in beautiful neutrals that can be worn every day. She also has these incredible photographs for purchase. So go to emilyroggenberg.com to look at all of her awesome stuff. And right now you can use the promo code NOBODY for 25% off your purchase. So please go check out emilyroggenberg.com and use promo code NOBODY. That's Emily R-O-G-G-E-N-B-U-R-K.com, promo code NOBODY. Thanks, guys. Fucking nailed that. We nailed it. Hell yes, I did it. I nailed it. What's next? The rest of the scene. <laughs>
And now back to the show. Okay, this is a good one. Uh, how would you describe the other as if you're introducing them to a new friend? Oh my god. Um, or how do you describe like how do you describe like when because I I mean it's weird. Well, go ahead. Well, no, go. <laughs> you already started. I know, God. I'm such a I'm so all over the across the board, all over the shop today. Um with well, with you, I it feels it's weird because it feels like people already know you. So I don't I it's almost like I don't have to even people who don't know you, like my best friend is like, tell Annie hi. You know, he'll, yeah. he'll be like, tell Annie say, I say hi. And you know, even when my when I had when we started the podcast and I went to my family's the family um Christmas party my, the McClay family Christmas party, everybody was like, where's Annie? You know, where's, why didn't Annie come to this party? Like, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just, so it's, it's kind of funny. I run but, into the same thing also. Like people yeah. will just like be like, so how's Bryce? And they've never yeah. met you before. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's so fun. So it's kind of, it's, it's like, I, I don't even feel like I need to introduce you to people. I would just say, I would say that she's, I would say that we have, um, I was like, we have a, I'd be like, we have a podcast. It's really, we, we have a really like funny, unique banter that goes back and forth. She gives me a lot of shit, which, and most of my friends knowing that appreciate, they're like, good, yeah. you know, that's yeah. really helpful. But I would say that like, you're very, I would say you're very strong willed. You like show up. I was just thinking that yesterday. Cause you posted about my Emmy win, oh. which, um, uh, I don't know if anyone knew. I shameless we, plug. The, yeah, shameless plug. The Kelly Clarkson show did win an Emmy. We won best three. entertainment we won talk three show. Three Emmys. Three Emmys. Yeah, but the one that is significant is the one because of. I mean, I don't care about the other ones. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I'm really excited for the for, one that you won. Yeah, the one that because anyone with the producer title title gets to is eligible to like get a trophy and you get a piece of paper that says like you've won an Emmy and so Are it's, you gotta I, have I, an Emmy trophy. Yeah. Shut. Okay, but up. it's not as exciting because you have to. You do have to. Someone who at my level, you do have to pay for the trophy. But I, everyone who, everyone who, who says it, they're like, you need to get the trophy. Like you have one hundred percent. Why would you, you have to? It? You just have to spend the money. Like there's yeah. no. So I don't actually get one for free. I have to buy it. But there is a piece of paper that says like it will say that you know, for my work on the Kelly Clarkson show that I, that we won the Emmy. So it's really exciting. And I don't really know that the gra it's kind of hit me. The gravity of it has really hit me yet. Cause I, I was texting with a lot of my coworkers and stuff and how excited everybody was, but it was just, you know, it's a, it's significant. And it's you, you know what? So anyway, again, making it about me all, all always, but you know, you guys are so good. And, and your mom texted me too. And she was like, congratulations on the Emmy. But I, that's a one quality. I was talking to my mom about this. And I said, the Wilkinsons just show up. You guys show up and you show out and you are so supportive and loyal that it's like a quality that both of us were like, we really would like to, like, we want to possess that. Or like, we hope that, like, even just my mom and I talking, we were like, we hope that we're like that. Cause they're, you guys are just so good at being, well, not so good, but I mean, you just are so supportive. And that's what I would say. Thank you about, so much. I would say that about you. And I would say like, all she also she, you know, like makes, keeps me in line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, thank you so much because that is yeah. something that I I don't want to say I pride myself on, but it's I really try to be loyal to the people that I care about. So I'm it's really it's a great quality and it's a great I mean you you doing it reminded me to do it. So well thank you. Yeah. That's such a compliment. Um if you I can't had to wait to hear this answer. If I <laughs> well now I'm gonna have to start saying I know now you're, I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have been so nice. Well, no, 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 no. What I was going to say is usually when people ask me like, well, what's Bryce like? I always say like what you see is actually kind of what you get. Like yeah. he doesn't hide anything at all. <laughs> Even if <laughs> like, he mostly to his detriment. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, so I just always say like, well, he is who he is. And, um, and I, I do tend to tell people that you are my favorite subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in terms of my sarcasm. He's my project. Um... He's my project. He is my favorite. Like he gives me the most material ever, out of anyone you I know. That. You said that to you said that to uh, the believe the believe yeah. executive. You were like, yeah, I oh, said yeah, I'm in... my favorite subject. Yep, I said I'm very sarcastic, and he is my favorite subject to make fun of. Oh um, my god. But no, I think more than anything, when people like really want to know, like about you and they're not just asking about our relationship. I usually just say like what you hear on the podcast is exactly who Bryce is. Yeah, I would, I would, I, I love that. I think that's a great answer. Cause yeah. I try, I mean, I try, I mean, listen, I, 
there's no point in trying to. <laughs> you <laughs> like, give a anything. lot more. Like you give a lot more of yourself than I do. I'm like queen of self of like deflection. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. Like even like when we talked about my pregnancy yeah. stuff, I was like, so I'm pregnant. Like, how are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Enough about me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, that's all I got. That's you my two update. Words. You say two words and you're like, enough about me. Yeah, seriously. Okay, okay right, my next one is, um, if you had to be a movie character, who would it be? Oh, God. I mean, do I have to say Ross? Well, that's, <laughs> not, that's not a movie, but oh, right. um, I mean, that would be, you are like a, if Chandler Bing and Ross Geller had like a love child, it would be you. Well, maybe one of Monica and Chandler's kids. No, because no, Ross is like not – he's similar to Monica, but like not in the ways that – how you are. Right. I know, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, like in like the, the clean, like competitive, pretty good at things way. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have all the opposite qualities. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hard. Um, like is it – do you think it's – I mean, I feel like, again, there's a lot of variables. So could you be – I mean, wouldn't you want to be like – when, I know mine. Do you okay, know what mine? is? Yeah, tell me Kat, your Katniss Everdeen. Oh, that's a great one. But really, I thank mean, you. But here's my thing: mentality-wise, yeah, you want to be like that strong, badass bitch, but yeah. or chick. Shouldn't yeah, you can say badass bitch? It's okay. fine. Um, I, but like, then you're okay. So think about then your life. You're like fighting for your life all the time. You're doing it. Like, is it like you're in the movie as them? Or are you, cause like, is it James Bond or like, would you want to be someone who's like a wealthy, like asshole, like the Royal Tenant? I mean, like not the Royal Tenant Bombs, but somebody like that. Wouldn't you be like, shouldn't you be like Richie Rich? I mean. <laughs> you really like go way too deep. I know. <laughs> okay. I, I, say, yeah, I just James off the top. Okay, of course you would with the money and the, you're always fighting for your life in that too. I hope you realize that, that is true. I know it being being an agent, like maybe an off duty James Bond. I mean, yeah. What else are you gonna? I, I don't know. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, maybe. There you go. So that's if I had one. to choose a TV show one, I'd be Meredith Grey. That's a good one too. She's also yeah. fighting for her life constantly. Always. So. Apparently, there's a common theme here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just constantly fighting for my life. <laughs> okay, this is a good one too. Um, do you think that recording a podcast together has made your friendship stronger? Uh yeah, I think so. I think it's shit. I think it just shifted a little bit. Like, well, I, I think mean, we've gotten to know each other a lot better doing this. Yeah. Because what people don't understand is like it does take like a the right type of friendship and the because yeah. you are like doing a podcast is running a business yes and it you is. have to be able to hold each other accountable you have to like just like just like they say you shouldn't always live with your best friend yeah you should not always do things with your best friend and i think you and i have gotten really close during like yeah. doing this and we've learned a lot about each other and we also know which silo each of us fits into right and so i think it we are in a unique situation that we can be so close, but also work so well together. Yeah. So I agree. I, and I do think it took, like we run this much more professionally now than we did before. Right. And I think it took time to get to that point. Like, I don't think we could have jumped in and done it this way no. from the very start. Cause we would have driven each other crazy. Right. I, I, everything you said is, was perfect. I would add that. Like, I think that it's just funny to me how, we will go from like talking about complete nonsense, personal things to like podcasts. Like it, it just, there's no gap anymore. Like I feel like uh -uh. there was like, we'd be like, okay, we're going to like talk about the podcast and then, you know, whatever. But it's like, now everything's blurred, which yeah. I, I think is great because it's like, I, but I've, I've, you know, I think that you are just as good of a friend as you are. Like a, you would be a business. Like if we were, I mean, this is running a business, but if we were to go into business together, I'd be like, I have no qualms about it. Cause I'd be like, you would be, you are just like the logic and everything that you were mentioning. It's like, okay, that's there. You can rein it in. Like, I feel like we complement each other because you are able to rein it in where I'm, I'm like going like skyrocketing, skyrocketing into outer space. Yeah. And you're like, I trying like to reel me back in. Yeah. Like reel me back in. I think it does work. I think, I think it is kind of a good 
working. It's a good, it's a good balance. Yeah. It would be very difficult. Like this podcast would not run if it was two Bryce's or if it was two. Oh my God. Like Can if it was two Bryce's. Two Bryce's? <laughs> oh my God. I like, honestly, it gives me anxiety. <laughs> I know. Like I'm sweat. My palms are sweating. Mine too. And if it was two Annie's, it would just be just as bad. <laughs> it would just be like, I wonder what that the would episodes, be like. The episodes would be three minutes. <laughs> There would be no segments. <laughs> no, no, no one would care. Uh, or I mean, no, no, sorry, not no one would care, but um, no one would. You would, yeah, it would be very structured. It would be very efficient. There would be there would be no Instagram. <laughs> no, no Instagram. No, no awareness. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, there, no, there would be too much awareness. Yeah. if it was just two Annies. <laughs> I love that so much. That's such a great answer. Oh my God. Okay. What's the next, what's your next question? Okay. I love this one. If animals could talk, what animal is the most Annie and what animal is the most Bryce? Oh, oh, this is good. What do you think? I think. Well, what animal would would you say you are? Well, you can say me first or whatever. You, why do you say me and then I'll say you and then you okay. say what animal you are? I think that you would be like, like a golden retriever puppy. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I would think of myself as too. Yeah. It's like, just like, you're just like happy yeah. to be there. You're excited. <laughs> like, yeah, just literally happy to be like in anyone's presence at any given time. Yes. I would feel like it sounds, this sounds like kind of a cop-out answer, but I, I, I think that there are qualities of it. Um, but like, I feel like you'd be like an owl. Like you're very wise. Oh, interesting. You're, Did you're not like you'd go there. Cute. You know, you're, you're. I just, I feel like that you're smart. Your owls are like, I feel like pretty resourceful. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they call owls wise either, but I mean, that's what I thought because I feel like you are wise because you are constantly you. giving me advice that I don't take. Um, yeah, facts. But. What do you think you are? Well, honestly, I like never even the owl never even popped into my mind because I like or like a cheetah or like a cheetah. I feel like I would say like a big cat. Yeah, I would be like a tiger or a cheetah or like something. Yeah, that I could see for sure. Yeah, Um, I would love to be like a lion, but I I don't think I can pull it off. Uh, He is a lion. He's a lion. Is he a Leo? Leo? Okay, yeah. so he's totally a lion. Yeah. He's like I a, could also see you being like um like a <laughs> like a meerkat. Just, I don't know why I was just thinking that. I don't know why at all. Or like a hyena, you know, like just someone just someone yeah, really like, annoying, like or a really goldfish annoying. Fish with like uh, like complete lack of focus. <laughs> <laughs> a goldfish. That's good. That's really good. Okay. That's, um, remember in Ted Lasso how he's always like, be a goldfish? Yes. Because they have a, a, what is it, a memory of six seconds? Yes. Yeah. It's a, or something anyway. like 10, less than 10. Yeah. Something like that. Um, okay. This one is, um, this is me centric. So sorry. Okay. No, but it's it says, Bryce, what, Bryce, you have great skin. What is your secret? Is this, you made this up. Did no, you submit I didn't. This? It's on, I swear it's on here. It's on who, su- my, who it's on submitted this? This was this was a friend of mine. Did so you tell them to submit it? Yes, I did. No, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I okay, it's gonna be more embarrassing for me, and my dad is really gonna love it because I'm gonna tell you my but I want to know what you do too. I think it'd be good. I, think, I thought this question was good that we could what speak our about skincare our, routines are. Yeah, because I uh-huh. do, I have a I have I do I usually do like a clay thing clay mask Mm -hmm. but every night i do i have this like um i don't even know what it's called but it would be i just buy the same things over and over i have night cream i have night cream and i have the under eyes i do the under eye stuff and Mm -hmm. i do the it's like a little squeegee bottle is it like a serum so i put serum and then i do night cream and i mix that together and i put on my face and then i do the under eye every night um i usually try to wear um some sort of like just lotion, SPF, like Olay. Rege- That's not rege- excellent. Olay. SPF Olay, is the most like important. In, yeah. So like in the, in the, during the day after like I work out and shower and stuff, I put, I'll put like that just on my face as like a base. 
thing. And then I'll try to do a, a face mask, you know, a couple times a week and also, you know, injections. So uh, that would be <laughs> like, I mean, that's great. That'll uh, that, that helps other things out. Yeah. Wrinkles. Yeah. Um, so my skincare routine right now is very different than it normally is. Yeah, so can you not use certain products? Yeah. There's a lot of products you can't use when you're okay. pregnant. Um, so normally I use the Zio skin health line, which is, um, an Obagi line, their medical grade skincare. Ooh. Um, I can't well, I'm pregnant because the majority of those products have retinol in them and you can't oh. use retinol when you're pregnant. So the entire, I don't know if it's, is clinical or is clinical um but their entire line is pregnancy safe so oh. i just use a um i have a night serum or i have a serum i use in the morning which is an antioxidant serum i have a serum i use at night um which is a good retinol alternative that's safe during pregnancy and then i use their hydrating serum as well um oh gosh my skincare routine normally when i'm not pregnant has like six or seven steps to it I do get Botox. I've had, um, I didn't know we were going to talk about our work we've had done. You don't have to reveal it. Um, well, no, no, I'm fine with that. I do get Botox. I was need, in need of Botox when I found out I was pregnant. So that sucks because now it's completely <laughs> gone. Um, but normally I do get Botox. I have had my lips filled. I've had my cheeks filled. I've had my jaw filled. Um, but it's been over a year for all of those things. So I don't even know what's left of it. Um, (laughs) but no, I do. I mean, I'm very, I'm an open book with that type of stuff. So I have had injections. I think Um, it's weird that people aren't, I mean, not that I mean, not weird that people aren't, but from a societal standpoint, it's like who, nobody, who cares? Like if if it makes you feel, look, it makes you feel good. Look, you look good. Like just don't overdo it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Moderation, you know? Well, my whole thing is like, just make me look like me, but better. Yeah. Um, they make fair. me look like a little bit more awake. And so, oh, and I have eyelashes, fake eyelashes. Um, you get those like implanted or they're extensions. So I go oh. like every three weeks, two to okay. three weeks. And, and, get them and, and Lindsay is Lindsay does your lashes, right? And she always Correct. brings you back to life. She always brings you back she to life. Always brings me back to life. You're I very vocal really? about being brought back to life by Lindsay. And yes. Lashes. Yes. She <laughs> makes me feel beautiful. Lindsay. When yeah. I'm feeling tired. Um, but no, my skincare routine now is about three or four steps. But SPF, you guys, if you are not using an SPF on your skin, do it immediately. Yes. Like that is what will help the most. So I use, right now I'm using the Elta MD one. Um, the Zio Skin Health one is great. The PCA Skin one is really good. Those are all on the pricier end. Um, Tula has a really good SPF. Oh, um, I'll send them to you. Okay. Those of them, the ones that I use are tinted, so you won't need that, but they have like, um, maybe, I want, maybe I want a bronze, maybe I want a That's bronzer. Well, know, I just use that. Like Hamilton. Of, I use tinted moisture or tinted SPF instead of wearing makeup. Oh, okay. No one so. knows to George, that reference to George Hamilton. Is. <laughs> why, no. did, why, did I, why did I say it? Not a soul will know this. No. Um, I was just going to tell you what my peak actually before we, my peak of the week was that I found out that, um, so it's a friend of a friend got Botox in their bladder and it like significantly helped yeah. them not have to pee constantly. And uh, yeah, I was actually going to talk to you about this. Really? Okay. Cause I yeah, just heard about I was going to talk to you about it off air. Oh, well, I mean- <laughs> too late i guess <laughs> yeah no, but i have like i mean i pee constantly and and i mean you know we've had like almost bar games about it like yeah he's timed me on how long it takes me to pee because it, my stream is so short that it's like okay it's over but I, it's like yeah. i'm bursting at the seams and then i'll go for like five seconds yeah like, well, this it, is really i think the annoying. fastest was 17 seconds from the time <laughs> you left the table till the time and i washed my hands i did wash my hands we are Still in a pandemic. No, yeah. I mean, um, but no, this I was is pre-pandemic that we did uh, yeah. this game. Okay. Maybe I wasn't washing my hands then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think that that's really significant because I'd rather not have to take a pill. I was taking a pill, but all these, and you would maybe, you'll, you might know more than I do, but with the, some of the pills that you take for incontinence, like will can give you on early onset dementia. Like they're there's a risk anti- of that. They're called anticholinergics. It's a class of medication and it also dries everything out. 
Oh, okay. So that's the other thing you have to be really care, like really careful of. But I think um, the Botox thing would be interesting because I'm sure my bladder, I mean, that's what they kind of said. Like my bladder is just like probably like the rest of my body, just so tense. Yeah. Um, you would have to go like every anxious. three months. I know. Which is. It, it's not like an easy, I mean, I don't think they can just like stick a needle in you either. I well, it's not like you're great with needles. So we'll discuss. We'll I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to lay down. I'm going to have to lie down. You know, Yeah, it's yeah. going to get ugly. But we'll discuss this after. Let's keep okay, going. Yeah, let's keep going. Okay, do yeah. you have another question? If you had to choose a reality show to be on, which would it be? The Hills. <laughs> that's barely a reality show. I know. I know. No, that's not. Big Brother or Too Hot to Handle. I would put you on Love is Blind. Love is Blind. That's a, That would be a good one for me. Yeah. For I me. I need to be a little bit more blind. I would want. Well, you need the other person to be blind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, that was just a zinger for no hilarious. reason. That was hilarious. Um, Gosh, I don't know. Maybe The Apprentice, even though I hate Donald Trump. Like if someone yeah, else, Annie, you'd if be someone else hosted it, I feel like I would do it. Like Martha Stewart hosted it once. Yeah, I thought I thought someone else did it. Um, and then the then Donald Trump fought with her too, and they were on. He said her show was terrible, and it's like you are isn't don't don't you have a stake in this? Why are yeah. you saying her show is bad? Like, <laughs> God, what he's a, a great businessman though. Great businessman. Um, Ugh, gross. <laughs> Okay, do you, you have another, another one? one? Yeah. Oh, do Go I ahead. have one? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, hang on, I'm just, I had a good one here. Sorry. Oh, here, I have one. Yeah, keep going. Uh, this is for me to answer. What is the creepiest thing Bryce would say to a stranger? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Um, I actually don't think it's that creepy. It's just like a complete fucking fail. <laughs> Is cycling your preferred workout method? <laughs> Andy, that was so bad. Was so, like, guys, he actually said that to a yes, woman that I he actually wanted s- to go on a date with. Is cycling your preferred workout method? And then in the background, <laughs> the narrator says, and now he will never leave the front zone. <laughs> It was Morgan Freeman too. Morgan Freeman came on, came on and said, "He will never leave the front." And oh my god! Not. And cycling was not her preferred method. <laughs> Working out, and Bryce and, never left the friend zone. And Bryce, Bryce never, never got unblocked. Yeah. <laughs> that was really bad. All right, so what? I thought this was a good one to end on. What is your? What is true happiness to you? Oh my god. I know. Um a question. I think true happiness to me is just being very like content and grateful for like what I have in this moment. Yeah. That's a And really like good not having to feel like I'm wanting for things. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I think and most I- of it's from like a basic it, mo- everything that makes me feel really happy is very like basic human things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that there's really, you're, you're, there really is something to that. Cause I also feel as though when you're living in the moment and you're not so focused on, I mean, cause that's, I mean, that's one of the hardest things ever for me to do is to just like enjoy, sort of enjoy the journey and the ride. And I feel like I'm getting better at that. And so I think just learning to, I think that's when I'm happiest is like being in the moment and really like taking in that you're there. I mean, even being yeah. with my family, like not being on my phone or not trying to like, trying to actually spend time with the people. Now that the world's kind of opening up again, it's been great to spend time with people. And I feel like I'm not on my phone as much. I'm not looking at my phone or I'm not thinking about what I'm doing next. I'm like actually there present with people. Mm-hmm. I think that's really where happiness that's really where happiness lies for me. Well, and I think a lot of happiness lies in learning the ability to say no. Well, yeah, I know. And we've, I mean, that's a work in progress for me, but yeah. I, well, it I, is I, for I, most I, people. It is for most people though, because people think that like, oh, if I say no, then I'm going to be viewed as this, or I'm going to be like, whatever. Yeah. But as soon as you can learn to say no to things that you don't want to do, your life gets exponentially better. I know you always say that. And it's so true. Cause if you do, if you like, I, I, I've really learned how to, 
be content when I say no. So yes. that was really hard because sometimes I'd say no. And then I'd be thinking about it all night long that I said no to something. And I'm like, why? Like, oh, I should have just done that. Or I should have done that. Like, why did I say no? And go completely back on what I said. And so now I'm, I, I feel like I'm trying, I am getting better at just saying, okay, no, this is great. Now I don't have yes. to, I'm not thinking about it anymore. I'm not made that decision. So I definitely, there's so much power in that. Yes. It's the best. Oh gosh. Well, I mean, that was it. All right. I think, I mean, yeah. unless, you have, the, unless think, you have anything else to say. Nope. I think we got through most of the questions that I had. Um, you guys, thank you so much for submitting questions. Yeah. This was really fun. It was. It was so random. So random, but in like a, a good way. I think, I hope people enjoy it and let us know actually as you listen to this, if you like it, because we could do these every so often. Yeah, I think it would be fun. I think we should. Because I yeah. do feel like there are, I don't know, we can't cover everything all the time. No, exactly. <laughs> all right, cool. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Okay, so if you guys are not already doing so, please follow us on Instagram at Nobody's Pod, at Andy underscore Wilk, and at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at Nobody's The Pod. Same for our personals. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.